It's an engine. It's a platform. It's social. It's TradingView.com, and it's one of the fastest-growing social platforms for investors and traders. Today, Travis and I will welcome Stan Bokoff, the co-founder and COO of TradingView, along with us. It's not a dessert topping or a floor wax. It's episode number 139 of the Bad Crypto Podcast. Welcome to the Bad Crypto Podcast, recording from the 30th floor of the Aria Hotel in beautiful Las Vegas. That is true. Um, I'm just curious. It's not floor wax. It's not dessert. It's not what, dessert topping. What, what is that? Okay, what so. That, what was that? It, it's it's new shimmer. Well, it's both. Okay. Um, so there are a few people out there. Bonus points to you if you knew what that reference was because it harkens back to Saturday Night Live from the first Not Ready for Primetime players, 1975, 1976, whenever first or second season. And it was a commercial spoof with uh, Chevy Chase, Dan Aykroyd, and Jane Curtin. And Jane and Dan were bickering over new shimmer. One of them was saying, it's a dessert topping. It's a floor wax. It's a dessert topping. It's a floor wax. And Chevy Chase comes along and goes, calm down, you two. New shimmer is a dessert topping and a floor wax. And nice. she's like, and they go through the whole rigmarole. Okay. She's like, tastes great. And look at that shine. Very nice. You got to be, you got to be uh, old. Old to have gotten that one. So old crypto folks. Old crypto podcast. <laughs> but there are some out there who got this. Uh, this is great. By the time um, you guys hear this, we will already be returning home from our uh, uh, extravaganza here in Las Vegas. That is true. So. God, it, it's 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 a little bit preposterous. Really. A little bit. It's oh, a lot. Pre- it's, it's a mostly, lot preposterous. It's, it's mostly <laughs> it's mostly preposterous. And when it's done, it'll be postposterous. Um, <laughs> so we're going to film this commercial today in the desert of uh, Las Vegas. We are flying in a private jet. Well, we're not actually flying it. It's going to look like we're flying it's it. It's going to look the, like we're flying it's it. It's Air Ethereum, which they're putting, you know, uh, trap flight on the blockchain. Really? Is that yeah. is it Air Ethereum's Air, plane? Air Ethereum's plane. Ah, so we're going great. to be getting onto this jet, and they're going to film us on the jet as though we're flying in and then getting off the jet and waiting for us there in the desert. It's going to be a Lambo and a Ferrari, and some other exotic car. A McLaren. A McLaren. Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> and they're going to film us getting into the car as passengers. We're the passengers. See, the, the cars are the characters, because each one of them is going to represent a different coin. Oh, You're going to have okay. on one car Bitcoin. Another one, I think, might have Neo, and another one might have Litecoin or Ripple or no, something. No, the black one, the black Ferrari is Ethereum. Okay. The, the green Lambo is Neo. And the McLaren is, is I, guess, I think said that was going to be Bitcoin. Well, there you go. So the cars are the characters, and we're arriving to MC the event, World Crypticon, worldcrypticon.com. Um, you should get your tickets and go. It's going to be epic, man. It is. We were sitting around a table with people last night, all the organizers of this thing, and the amount of money that they've put into this thing yeah. and the speakers that they have coming to this thing – and they want to make this entertaining, not just like a boring crypto conference like a lot of them are. Like you go to these crypto conferences and even like Consensus and some of those other ones, there's so much 
you know, it's the same drivel. It's the same stuff over and over and over again. And people are like, okay, eyes glossed over. Give us something new. Well, we're going to keep it entertaining. Yeah. And, you know, Ronnie Moas is going to be there. Mm-hmm. I think they're trying to get uh, Naomi Brockwell to be there as well. They already have a – There's they, a big list. Brock yeah. Pierce is going to be there mm-hmm. and some other – Maybe. Well, if they <laughs> fade him, but that doesn't, that doesn't mean <laughs> they'll actually be there. But there's some some great things. They said they're going to be, what, five, 6,000 people? That's what they're, that's that's they're, what they're going for, for. and they're playing – they've got some big – players coming to the table to promote this thing. So uh, I won't say any more about the commercial right now. Okay, you guys, we basically told you the whole commercial. Well, there, there's more. There's, <laughs> there's more. But um, we will have some behind-the-scenes photos and video for you as soon as we can get it uploaded yeah. to the Mastermind. Because Bad we're going to take as many photos as possible oh, yeah. hanging out with Lambos and yeah. Ferraris. I, I don't have any desire to own one, do you? I have no desire to own oh. one. Um, you know, it's like, for me, the old-school sports cars have always been way cooler. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if they have air conditioning. <laughs> I was thinking about this, like, man, I really want the 69 Mustang convertible. Sh- sh-. I was like, I don't know if those have air conditioning. Yeah. Very well. I don't know. Like, you know, so I don't think if I do have an old school, you know, muscle car, it will not be stock. It will, it will have air conditioning. <laughs> yeah. A long time ago. Uh, I don't know that they had AC in those things. I, you know, I'm happy driving my 2015 Mustang mm-hmm. Phantom. That's what I, what yeah, that's I a nice car. It. Phantom. It's we took that on the trip up there to Aspen. Yep. It's a beautiful car. I I dig it. Uh, So anyway, uh, if you want to win tickets to World Crypticon, we'll be giving away more on the Bad News episode this week. But you have to subscribe to our newsletter, badco.in forward slash WCC. And we're giving away two tickets every week. And towards the end of the giveaway, World Crypticon is giving away a VIP package that has round-trip airfare for two, hotel, and VIP treatment at the event. Uh, but you got to be on the Bad Crypto Newsletter to be eligible for that. But don't wait until then because, I mean, seriously, that's like the – and then if you don't win, like some people are so optimistic, like, I'm going to win the lottery. Yeah. I'm, I'm totally going to win the lottery. Like, no, you're not. So the chances of yeah. you winning are slim. If you want to go – Buy tickets now because they're at their lowest price they're going to be. I mean, they just keep increasing over time, right? But, but the odds of winning the lottery are one in how many millions? Mm-hmm. You know, your odds of winning these tickets, what do we got? Like, I don't know, 5,000 people or so on, yeah. on the mailing list? Your odds are your a odds lot are better of, of winning this. So go subscribe, badco.in forward slash WCC. And we've got an interview for you today that we actually did a couple weeks ago. We just haven't had an opportunity to put it out yet uh, with Stan the Man from TradingView. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had a chance to interview him uh, on the Venture Beat podcast, VB Engage with Stuart Rogers, back in June or July of last year. And it was right when you know I was heavily thinking about crypto, and Stuart Rogers and I had a chance to interview him, and it was a great interview. And um, they have recently got a big round of funding, I think $37 million in funding, and and uh, they're doing some pretty awesome stuff. They're expanding all these different crypto exchanges that they have uh, available on their platform. So if you like crypto, this is a good place to go for crypto because they have the very best tools for technical analysis. So all the different tools you can use to pull in and create your little designs to see the trends and, you know, mark where you think it's going. And um, pretty solid platform. So uh, he said, yes, he would love to be on the show. And so he's on the show. I know that sounds like a commercial, but they're not a sponsor of the show. They're not. Uh, but, not but, you, but you can be, Stan. Uh, you know, we'd be happy to have you. So, oh, sorry, I got excited. Well, cue the music, Aaron. As interest and use of crypto continues to spread 
around the world, there is a need for more and more services to help people understand the cryptos and how to trade. And especially there's a lot of interest in technical analysis. And we have with us on this segment, the COO of TradingView.com. It's a web service and a social network for traders with a platform for TA. His name is Stan Bokov. He is currently across the other side of the world in Russia to join us. Uh, welcome to Bad Crypto, Stan. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. It's It's a pleasure. Could you speak with like a Russian accent though since you're over there? I mean that would just, you know. You want me to talk in Russian accent for 45 minutes. Da. Очень хорошо. Очень хорошо. That would take a long time. That would take a while. Yes. Very good. So, um you and I have had an interview before over on the Venture Beat uh, podcast about a year ago or so. And I said, you know what, with all the stuff that's going on in the crypto world, I would love to have you over here with Joel and I to chat a little bad crypto. So thanks for coming on, man. Thanks for having me again. It was a uh, can't believe time flies so quickly. Yeah, it was a pleasure chatting with you last time. Looking forward to another interesting discussion. That's great. Trading cool. view yeah. has been around since like 2012. Uh, you guys are, are old school here. Maybe kind of just give us an overview of what it is, and then we'll dive into some of the, the cool questions that we've got up our sleeve. Absolutely. Yeah, happy to give you a two-minute high level. So we've been around since 2011. We opened our doors in September, and today we are one of the largest, if not the largest, all-in-one networks and platforms for do-it-yourself traders and investors around the world. So again, one minute spiel about how we came up with this is essentially we looked at what the professionals had. And the professionals have had three key advantages historically. First, ease of ease of use of tools. You know, like a Bloomberg terminal, you can't really break it because it's a terminal or there isn't, you know, IT admin who will set everything up. B, it's free because the company pays for it. And C, they're very social through Bloomberg chat and with people in the office. Whereas do-it-yourself people uh, didn't have any of those. You had to pay, you know, a lot of money, you know, 10 years ago for a platform. It's complex to set it up and figure it all out yourself. You need a powerful computer, which is expensive, and you're all alone. Uh, all you alone. Websites. <laughs> you are all alone. It's very fragmented. And people were trying to solve this by talking on Twitter, on forums, on message boards. Like every country in the world has a couple of forums that are central where people try to talk about the financial markets. And, you know, there's communities for all sorts of things. There's communities for AutoCAD engineers, GrabCAD, right? There is Dribble.com for designers where they share whatever they design. And so we figured there's got to be a better way to to do this for a regular person. And so we built TradingView. Essentially, it's a it's a platform that you cannot break. It's in a browser. You just open the site. You can do an, you can analyze everything from stocks to crypto to forex to futures to indexes uh, from all around the world. Uh, you can also trade. And there's a social piece. You everybody has a profile. People publish ideas. You can talk in private chat rooms, public chat rooms. Uh, you can publish video ideas like Twitch. You can do like text ideas where you like write stuff on the chart. And they're all permanent. So you only have 15 minutes to delete it. And after that, you can only delete your whole account. So whatever you publish, it's out there forever. 
you can kind of click play it forward to see what happened since the publication date because following up has always been a big uh, issue when you're reading an article in whatever Fox or CNBC. It's like from a year ago and you're like, what happened next? Tell me. And <laughs> we kind of solved that with a simple uh, play it forward clicky button and it just fills in whatever the hell happened. After you can see if the author was right or wrong and you can start a conversation around it, right? And the end result, the mission is you become a better investor yourself. Not by copying someone else, but by learning. So you actually learn about investing and trading. Mm. So that's what we do. I, I love play it forward clicky buttons. It's great. Nice. I'm, trying, I'm trying to break it. I'm clicking all over and I can't break it. <laughs> got it. So you guys actually are hot off of some solid news that you guys had scored $37 million in new funding from uh, from Insight Venture Partners. So for one, congratulations on that. What are some of the plans that you guys have uh, for expansion in, in uh, for TradingView? Yeah, thanks so much. We're super excited to uh, partner with Insight as well as Jump Capital and DRW Venture Capital. The latter two are big prop firms. Insight obviously has a big 300-company portfolio of a track record of helping companies scale from where we are to more. And essentially, this uh, money is going to uh, – we have a lot of exciting things planned. So first of all, we're going to continue working on product. Uh, we're going to add worldwide data coverage. We might add options. We're going to add like 30 brokers to the platform so you can manage your – E-Trade Robinhood portfolio, like right from the site. We're going to build an Android app, uh, maybe extend trading to the apps. So really make it more, more wholesome, continue what we're doing. Second, it's really about, like we're all over the world. So TradingView every single month gets over 8 million monthly active users on the platform from every single country in the world. And most countries, they contribute about 1% to 2% of total visits. Did you say 8 million now? Yeah, we're up to 8.3, I think. Right? Wow, so you've grown. You've grown by like 4X since the last time we chatted. You were a little over 2 million monthly users the last time we, we connected. Yeah, I know. So since July or since June, we grew like 4X. Mm. Oh, they engines. grow up so fast. Next stop is 20 mil. Right, uh, right. So uh, more products. We have worldwide coverage. So you can, there's like subversions of trading view, subdomains like gp.trading.com for Japan. And when you go there, people talk in Japanese in public and private channels. They publish ideas in Japanese, and there's just an author rating. You know, you can be a top Japanese author. The rest of the world, if they don't speak it, they can't really read you, right? So it makes sense that, you know, each version, whether it's France, Germany, or, or Japan, or China, they're all separate, right? So we're going to grow our presence in all those regions, become like a central place, single standard across the world where you talk about the financial markets and do everything in one place. And uh, lastly, we're going to focus on user experience, right? So right now, TradingView is kind of for the more advanced folks. Like you kind of have to know what you're doing. Uh, you can always ask other folks, but it's not like it can be a little bit daunting if you're just very new, right? So we're going to work on the user experience and add you know, walkthroughs, wizards, a way to ease into it, look up definitions, so that you really kind of um, become more of a household name, kind of like what Robinhood did. It comes about from being intuitive, being easy, but also explaining things well. So that's a, that's an area where 
uh, we're going to focus on a lot. So more features that are good enough for professionals, because I hear TradingView is used a lot in Goldman, mm -hmm. uh, JP Morgan, right? They use Bloomberg at work. They use TradingView at home. Well, that 37 million, if, you have, if you're going to have any parties, Joel and I would like to come to the party. That's a lot of, <laughs> probably going to be a pretty epic party, probably. <laughs> uh, yeah, I hope so. We're not really into partying, unfortunately. It's kind of like, uh, you know, those Russians, they don't. But. So the, what, what are you going to do with all those crypto profits? I mean, come on, you got it. What good is it if you can't spend it? Buy vodka. <laughs> these, aren't, these aren't crypto profits. So we accept Bitcoin, mm -hmm. right? But there's not too much as a total percentage. One interesting thing that we might do our own coin, the TradingView coin. Mm. T tell us more. Uh, I thought this would be a good place to talk mm. about. Mm. So when this whole boom of ICOs started and quickly spiraled out of control into people just scamming into, like, I don't understand how you would buy tokens of some unknown product from unknown people. Like, I would never do it myself. But a lot of people do. And there's a lot of ICOs that are kind of iffy out there. And so we decided not to do an ICO at this stage. Right. Even though we could probably raise a ton of money, um, yeah, you could have kept your you kept your equity. But you know what? Like we we thought about that, and and this particular round is more about the right partners. Right? Mm. They know stuff that we don't know. Right? They know how to scale. They know the growth challenges. They know where to. They have okay. Insight has like a fifty person team that helps portfolio companies with recruiting, with accounting, with everything. You do an ICO, you're still by yourself, kind of. True. And plus, it's what if regulators come later and they start asking questions and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so we decided to hold off. If things you know, look good later, we might do one later. But trading Bitcoin, okay, first, it would be super freaking cool that you would, you could actually look it up on TradingView and actually trade it on TradingView. Again, given how many crypto folks we have, and our rating in the world as like one of the top platforms, if not the top crypto platform out there, it could be a lot of, it could, there could be a lot of interest. But the main reason for doing our own coin is because we want to have a clean system to give bonuses to people. For example, you brought a friend. Right? We don't have an internal currency, whether it's miles, tokens, coins, like we don't have anything like that. But here we could, you know, top up your account with coins that you could spend at trading. For example, uh, you win some sort of uh, contest or award, we give you trading coins that you can spend with us. It's just like an internal currency, basically. You can maybe do it like Binance does as well and allow folks to uh, to use their coin to take money off of their the cost of the trades that they do. Uh Potentially, we're not an exchange, mm. right? So we don't charge anything on top of the trade that they do. Mm. So it's whatever they pay to the exchange. So you guys are having, you have APIs to all these different exchanges then. So, cause you can do trades on TradingView, but is it just mm -hmm. going through an API to those different exchanges? Is that how that's set up? That's exactly how it's set up. We don't want anything to do with adding more profits on top of it. We don't want anything to do with getting licensed as introducing brokers. Uh, we're staying out of that regulatory thing, so it's just through an API. 
So as I'm looking at the site, this is, you know, the community here is really what this is all about. And you've actually, you know, on your home page, you have authors and uh, they're, they're ranked by day, by week, by month. Is this, uh, you know, how does it actually work? Do people vote up and vote down or is it by the number of followers? How does somebody become a top author? And what are a, they doing? That's a great question. I mean, the overall recipe is pretty simple. Post good analysis, others will like it, and that's a big factor in the ratings, right? As a matter of fact, the formula, we made it public at one point, then we ran into a problem of spammers and bots that were trying to, like, doing up the reputation score. And so the reputation score now even, I don't know what the hell it is, like what it's made up of, except there is so many factors that all the social activity that you do, for example, you got a like or you posted something, or you like someone else. They're all variously weighted factors in this reputation score. And it just kind of goes up. If you're super disliked, I don't know if it decreases. But if people like what you're producing, and we don't care what that is, whether it's super technical, super fundamental, crypto, forex, stocks, like whatever, the more people like it, the more your reputation goes. And what's the payoff then for, you know, somebody? Is it just, hey, you know, I've, I've got a ton of followers on TradingView or are people leveraging their popularity for uh, other benefits? You know, some do. Some that have, for example, some sort of other business. And most people have some sort of a business. Some people do it for the social capital, just like you would on Twitter or Instagram. It's gratification. Uh, it's like, hey, look, I have. 10,000 followers. It just uh, you know, makes them feel good. Other people, they may sell indicators. They uh, may sell training. They could be traders looking for capital. They could be advisors looking for clients. Like, we don't really care what they do outside of trading. You're right. It's, everyone has a, a profession. But what we don't allow is blatant advertising or mentioning your stuff on TradingView. Like in the chat rooms, we have moderators who are all volunteers, and they kind of look after the stuff. So brokers can't come on and say, hey, open an account with me. Or an advisor cannot say, oh, I'm an advisor, sign up with me. Unless you become popular and somebody asks you, it's like, oh, hey, bud, what do you do? And you're like, oh, whatever, I'm an advisor. And somebody says, oh, okay, well, I'd maybe like to try it out. So those kind of quality, wholesome conversations, we, of course, allow and we foster. But spamming people with unwanted services, that's what, you know, we don't let it happen at all. And that's what makes TradingView so good, because if uh, that's a problem on the majority of other forums. It's just you have to sift through a whole bunch of garbage. Mm. Yeah, great job on that because that that is so true. Like even on like Facebook groups and other places, there's so many spammers out there that are just coming in and just change, trying to change the conversation and and send you over to their links. And oh my god, it's so frustrating. We've had a challenge on that with our uh, bad crypto mastermind, but we've had a really good, we've done a really good job of of uh, teaching our, our our community to self regulate it. And if we see it, report it, and then we'll take care of it. So I think you guys have done a great job on that aspect of keeping the spam and stuff. So I'll go in and view the cryptocurrency side of things 
And, uh, and so, you know, that's what our, that's what our audience here on bad crypto is really cares about. I don't know how, what percentage of them also trade stocks, but we know that a lot of them are trading cryptos and they love cryptos and they're learning about the mm-hmm. cryptos, you know, from fine folks on, on trading views, such as the, uh, the magical magic poop cannon. That's a guy who's on, <laughs> on that. That's a great, great name. So he does a lot of great, publishes a lot of his ideas. It's, and so, so how are folks using uh, TradingView in the crypto space? So just like they do in any other space. So we were never super crypto focused since day one, but we were supportive. So we uh, didn't say, oh, crypto's bad. We're going to not let you be on our platform. But we also didn't just do like, okay, crypto is all we do. So what we did over the years is we added a bunch of exchanges as data feeds, right? So today we support over 30 exchanges uh, and you can look up quotes from 30 places in one place. It's kind of what Crypto Compare does, some other websites that popped up after the crypto boom. But essentially, uh, what people find really convenient is having everything in one place, whether it's crypto, whether it's stocks, whether it's both, uh, up to them. So we're also very strong in SEO. It's a never-stopping project. So when somebody searches for Bitcoin chart in Google, we pop up near the top. Right? So they, they land on the Bitcoin page. We try to make that page as informative as possible without requiring them to go further. On there, you have all the info you'd have somewhere else, like CNBC or whatnot, or if they do crypto, I don't know. Um, but essentially, you get a simple chart, you get uh, some news with that keyword, you get our proprietary technical summary, which I find super cool. So let me divert for a point. The technical summary is this speedometer looking like indicator that says buy, sell, or hold, <laughs> right? And it's not made up by some analysts on God knows what reasons. It's not made up by us. It's a weighted score based on technical indicators. So if you knew how all the technical indicators work perfectly, well, 20 of them or 25 of them, and you would apply them to the chart and you perfectly understood what the hell they meant, you would arrive to this conclusion that this speedometer thing is showing you. Because what we did is we essentially automated it. It's like, this is how people interpret it. And we just made it all automatic. We applied it to all the symbols on our site. And if you want more info, you can dive in there in that technical summary thing. And it'll tell you which indicators are for, which are against, because it's never all 25 or 28. It's like 10, say, sell, 8, say, buy, and whatever, other 8, say, hold. Yeah, it's kind of fun to play with. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm clicking on it right now. I'm actually looking at Apple. Um, uh-huh. uh, and you got your little odometers here and you could check by one minute, five minutes, 15, an hour, four hours, one day, a week and a month. And take a look at this little, uh, odometer or speedometer thing. It goes all the way from strong sell to strong buy. It's kind of funny. Click around and yeah. watch the meters. Where's that? Move. Where's that located at? Uh, uh, so on the right side, if you'll see, there's, I don't know if you're seeing Apple or what you're seeing on the uh, charts, mm-hmm. but if you click more, uh, underneath the, the, um, 
the indicators it gives you, it'll pop up a little window. And I guess you could do this for any of them. Uh, I, I'm curious, Stan, um, you know, as a percentage of um, of all traders on TradingView, are you seeing crypto growth the most or is it still just a small segment? What, what's it look like on your end? So the crypto growth has been tremendous, right? That's the fastest growing segment that we've had in the last year. Obviously, the second crypto boom happened. Uh, We did a survey uh, just before we closed the round with Insight, and we asked thousands of users why they use the platform, what what they typically look at, and so on and so on. And equities was first, and crypto came in a second, actually bigger than Forex which is uh, somewhat surprising, I guess, in a way, because Forex is the default thing that everyone looks across the world, because currency is something it's hard to analyze, but it's easy to understand what it is. And typically, people from around the world, that's what they do, Forex. Yeah, Forex Forex is so 2012, though. I mean, come on. (laughs) So now it's crypto. Crypto is the second largest. Um, And... Luckily for us, when the, at the end of January, there was a big crash, crash in the, in the sense of uh, interest. A bunch of people came, they Googled Bitcoin, they saw what it is, understood, did not understand. Then they left. A lot of crypto websites experienced a large pullback in terms of audience numbers. And luckily for us, it was timing. And when we did the survey, we asked, uh, why? Like, what, what's the thing? And they said, well, we came for crypto, but we stayed for the other stuff. So there seems to be a tendency, if you've never been in the financial markets before, you hear about something hot, which is crypto, but then you also start looking at other stuff, right? Not necessarily abandoning crypto altogether, but you just see, oh, there is more. Oh, I can also do this. Oh, I can also do that. Yeah, people do seem to di- diversify their stuff a little bit more. I know it's like if you're in crypto, a lot of people. Well, I, from what we've understood from from chatting with our audience is that a lot of people who are in crypto were never in stocks before, were never invested in silver or gold, or were in options or any of that stuff prior to. And now crypto has sort of become their gateway drug into sort of the stock exactly. world and buying some of this stock stuff. Yeah, that's uh, pretty fascinating. And so, you know, for someone who is in crypto or not in crypto, I mean, what are some of the uh, like what are some of the resources that people can use to really, you know, gain proficiency on your platform? Because you guys have all these tools and all these technical analysis tools, and I, I look at all these and I'm like, I have no idea what ninety percent of these tools and toolbars do where do people go to learn about how to optimize their experience on trading view yeah that's a that's a great question because to be completely honest i don't understand 92 percent of what's out there (laughs) on the platform i am not a technical trader by any stretch i don't even know how to properly understand majority of those drawings or indicators these tools some say they super work. Some say they're voodoo. Um, it really depends. Uh, I mean, if you put tools on a toolbar, people are going to start drawing, right? When you start, like, drawing, you start to try to figure out what it is. And there you got a couple of options. We have a Wikipedia of our own, our wiki, 
the TradingView wiki. Uh, if you Google it, it's also accessible from the chart. Uh, it explains everything. It explains absolutely every single thing that you can find, and you can read it. Uh, reading's boring. <laughs> so, it's, it can take a long time, uh, which is why I said it's an area that we need to focus on uh, to make things more interactive. Uh, other resources include YouTube. I mean, if you search YouTube for TradingView, you'll see a bunch of like introductory explanatory courses. The easiest, best thing you can do, pick, pick an author or somebody from the chat room and just private message them and say, hey, are you willing to help? Could you help me out? And a hey, lot Mr. of people. Mr. Magic Boot Cannon, could you please assist yeah. me? Yeah. Yeah, that there actually is a name there. He's uh, he's one of the uh, the top authors of the month. He's, he's got, prolific. Uh, he's magic yeah, proof. 40, he's prolific. Yeah, forty one thousand eighty seven followers, and uh, you can message him and follow him. And well, this is this is great. Uh, Tradingview.com, of course, is the site. Stan, anything else you'd like the citizens of the Republic of Bad Cryptopia to know? Well. Um... A couple of things. So like I said, we're going to do more introductory wizard stuff. Uh, if you're really into technical analysis, you might want to check out the Chartered Market Technician Association. It's a nonprofit regulated by one of the f agencies in the U.S. I can't remember which one. What was that called so again? Chartered Market Transition? Uh, chartered Market Technician. Okay, Chartered. Uh, they actually give you a professional designation called a CMT. And that just means you can analyze things technically. They have their program is like two years long. They have offline exams that you have to sign up and participate. So it's serious. It's like a CFA. Ah. Um, so you, so we could actually become fin financial advisors if we were uh, market technicians, huh? <laughs> uh, they're separate programs, uh, but you would you get we're a not financial advisors, you, but we are chartered marketed technicians, Joel. Yeah, there is a couple thousand of these folks out there, and they, and they are they often find trading be useful. Uh, for crypto people, uh, our goal is to, within the next 6 to 12 months, is to really hook up a uh, majority, if not all, major crypto exchanges so you can trade them from trading. Yeah, yeah we're KuCoin. We're win Moon. Win KuCoin. We need to. Everybody, everybody. With these new resources, uh, we're going to expand our API team, and we're going to just add a whole bunch uh, all of them, right? That's it's pretty pretty simple as that. Uh, if you don't if you don't want to lose your money, <laughs> you should probably practice. We have a, a practice trading account, which is essentially a fake uh, broker. Mm. Uh, it's called Paper Trading on Trading View. It's our servers. We just give you you can set up arbitrary amount of dollars in your account and practice trading. Can you practice, practice trading crypto? Account. Yes, of course. Oh, nice. Very cool. We, there was, yeah. We've actually been looking for a, a cool tool where people can begin to play around with the trading of the cryptos without actually using any real cryptos or money. Yeah, yeah. This is an absolute must, okay? I, I never get tired of saying this. Never, ever trade live before you've traded fake. It's a different mentality, but at least it gets you some of the comfort with it and because we're not a broker like some other companies out there <clears throat> etor we are not making any money off of you trading mm -hmm. so we actually advise you to save your cash as right. opposed to okay go trade more another cool tool to practice is market playback 
which is what we have. Uh, it works like a, a VCR. You essentially click at any point in the past, let's say Bitcoin from yesterday, hit play, and it plays it out as if it was happening right now, as if it was real time. And you can practice guessing where it's going to go uh, up or down and placing trades like uh, buy or sell as if it was happening now, but it's already happened, right? I, I don't so, mind. I don't mind losing my fake cryptos. I don't, it, it hurts so when you lose the real ones. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so the market playback is a great tool. Uh, if you haven't tried to use it, it's on the chart. It's free. So, um, yeah, practice, practice, practice. Ask, ask, ask. Learn about, you know, we have a screener as well for crypto. Uh, a screener for stocks is different. A screener for stocks means you can search for, you know, the system filters out the top stocks based on your criteria. So show me the highest dividend stocks and it filters out, you know, 5,000 U.S. stocks shows you the top ones. So you don't have to like search through all of them. Same thing for crypto. You can see which coins have the most market cap, which are have the largest change, which might be a good opportunity. Uh, you can see which ones have had the most volume. So you can see peaking interest, um, all those sorts of things. I, I have a question on that though, just real quick. So, like how so, how you just showed, like I have I've set up a few in my like like the ones that I'm watching. Like for example, you know, lumens to Bitcoin, and then it shows the details there, and then I click the more, and then it shows me, oh well, this right now is showing it's a sell indicator, and the moving average is a strong sell, and the oscillators say it's mm -hmm. neutral, and it goes through all these various different ones. Now, is there a place where on Trading View where I can look and say? What are all the cryptos right now that are strong buys? Is there a is there a link for those? those? Yes. Where is, where would that be located? Because that to me would be a great place to do starting of your research. You know, each day and go. Oh, what coins are looking good right now? And then that can help people go down their own rabbit hole. TradingView screener. Okay, that's where you start. TradingView.com slash screener. Well, it, it, there's so. there's a menu item up top. You just click screener, and then you can go to cryptocurrency signal finder. And, yes, and, uh, and it has ratings which are buy and sell, which are the things that you're just talking about. Got it. And so it looks like right now yeah, everything right. is a strong sell. That's, that's uh, <laughs> except EOS. EOS looks like a strong buy. Excellent. Yeah, so well, all the guys, tools are there. Yeah, if ever, you guys want to learn trading and dig in, you could practice with the fake cryptos and stocks, or you can uh, check out what people are saying and follow the bouncing ball and maybe uh, make some profits that way. And maybe you too can become, what is that, a, a poopy what's magical, the guy's the magical, name? Magical poop cannon. Yeah, maybe you too can be a magical poop cannon. I, I am after I eat your bubble sometimes. <laughs> Uh, uh, Stan Bokoff, tradingview.com. Stan, thanks so much for joining us. We appreciate it. Thank you, it. guys. Pleasure. Thank you. Right on. Thank you so much, Mr. Stan Bokoff. That was great to have you on Bad Crypto. It was Bokoff-tastic. It was. Um, that's not even a word. Stan-tastic. Stan-tastic. Way better. <laughs> Way better. Bokoff-tastic. Yeah. Not, not good. It's a joke. Sorry. Although Stantastic was very good. You know what? Second try. That's pretty Second good. Second try was pretty good. Way clever on try two. Uh, so that's great. So thanks again, Mr. Stan, for coming on. If you guys want to check out that site, it is tradingview.com. And what else is going on, Mr. Joel Com? Well, we love when you guys write us. 
love letters, badcryptopodcast at gmail.com or badcryptopodcast.com and click the contact link and, and reach out. Tell us what's on your mind. Love your feedback. Love your reviews on iTunes, Facebook, any of the places that the Bad Crypto Podcast appears. And uh, remember, friends, let friends bad crypto. That's true. And we really love it when you contact us, but enough with the dick pics. We don't want, we don't need any more of those. Somebody sent a picture of Dick Cheney in. That was uncalled for. Dick Nixon. <laughs> Dick Martin. Yeah. So just Dick Van Dyke. We just had enough of those. We do not need any more of that. And uh, so stay tuned. What's our next episode, Mr. Jolcom? Uh, it'll be the next one. It'll be the very next one that will come out after this one because, you know, sequential. But before the one after that. Yeah. It'll, it'll be in between those. And it'll be spectacular. I mean, it'll be stand. It won't be as fantastic as this one, but it will be sufficiently bad. So that's what we do. Until next time, stay badish. Who's bad? The Bad Crypto Podcast is a production of Bad Crypto LLC. The content of the show, the videos, and the website is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. It's not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice of any kind. You shouldn't make any decisions as to finances, investing, trading, or anything else based on this information without undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional financial advisor. Please understand that the trading of Bitcoin's and alternative cryptocurrencies have potential risks involved. Anyone wishing to invest in any of the currencies or tokens mentioned on this podcast should first seek their own independent professional financial advisor.